Hey guys, this is Brad from Dallas Geek, and I'm here with... Everybody should know who you are, but uh, if you don't, uh, kind of a, a small upcoming actor, does some bit parts, Northern Exposure, Dragon yeah. uh, yeah. Ball Z Evolution, um, yeah. I, I think Andromeda at one point, and I, I feel like I'm missing something here. Um, was it Twilight? No, we're on the vampire thing, right? No. Uh, Buffy. Bingo. I yeah. played Buffy. Yeah, yeah. I was Buffy. Yeah. It's you, been you a while. Angel, I look a little different right? after 25 years. You played Angel, right? Yeah. No, the, the, the really no, slick. I didn't play Angel, <laughs> but I'm not tall enough for that. This man played Spike, one of the best characters uh, from Buffy, Angel, and honestly, most of uh, modern television. So, <laughs> James, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Hell yeah, man. My pleasure. Have you been to Fan Expo Dallas before? I have been to Dallas. I'm not sure if it's Fan Expo, but I gotta say, they have the best food in the green room I've ever had in my life. I love Fan Expo. Nice. Yeah, they do it right. Yeah, yeah. if they're treating the fans as well as they treat me, yeah, it is great. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I do have to say, it was really cool to see that uh, you had your concert last night, which I don't know if you guys are aware that in addition to being just an incredible actor, you are a musician as well. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that preceded even your role on Buffy, right? Yeah, I've been playing in bars since I was 13. Ghost of the Robot got together in 2001, and we have been all over the world. We've sold a lot of records. And the great thing about last night is the lead guitarist for Ghost happened to be in Dallas, so he came in and laid in with me. Awesome. So it was like an unplugged ghost show. It was awesome. Yeah. That is really cool. Of course, you've had the chance to be able to uh, do a lot of different roles. Uh, really loved you on Torchwood. Uh, but there always does seem to be a bit of a, a theme with your characters. Uh, that that kind of... Douchebag. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say antsy bad boy, but yeah, that works. Uh, so is that something that just kind of worked out in your favor? Or has that been a conscious decision of yours to go for those type of characters? You know... It's interesting because you, you kind of get cast of what you're known for. And when I came to Los Angeles, the only thing that I had on my reel, this little thing that you give agents and stuff, was the Northern Exposure thing. And that was a nerd character. Yep. So I was doing a bunch of guest stars in the beginning of nerd characters. I was like, well, I came down to make money because I became a father. I didn't really care. Uh, and then I got into Buffy playing a cool guy. And now I'm a cool guy villain. I'm like, okay, sure, you know, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, I, I'm a fanboy myself. Yeah. And so I think that I just have an instinct to really like dig into genre stuff just as seriously as I would if I was doing a Shakespeare play, give it the same respect. And I think it, I think it pays off, yeah. Speaking of uh, you being a fanboy, uh, regardless of your opinion on Dragon Ball Z Evolution, or sorry, Dragon my, Ball Evolution. My opinion is that movie sucked. I do believe I recall hearing uh, you talk about in an interview from that, that you actually had seen the Dragon Ball anime prior to the movie, right? Oh yeah, Dragon Ball helped me raise my son because Goku, as far as I am concerned, is the perfect man. Uh, he is humble, he is goofy, he is peaceful most of all. He's, if you give him his choice, he's like in the backyard chasing butterflies with his kids. But if you attack his family, you are toast. And that, I think, is the, a great way to talk about manhood with a young, with a young man. Absolutely. Yeah. So were you more of a classic Dragon Ball or more of a Dragon Ball Z fan? Well, 
I'm a fan of the whole thing. You know, I mean, like Dragon Ball was great. Uh, I think it started peaking at Z. I think Super is awesome, also amazing. I think it's all good. Which you do some voice work for Super, right? Yeah, it was Zamasu. Like I, I went up, I got to know Chris Sabat, who does all the direction. He does the voice of Piccolo. He does. Uh, he, he directs all of the uh, the American voices, yeah. the English language voices. And uh, when I found out that they were doing Super, I said, Chris, can I just have five lines? Just I'll be the mailman. Just anything. I need redemption for that crappy film. And he's like, I don't know, James. Let's have you out to the studio in Texas, and we'll see what you can do. And I went. Uh, I went out to Texas, and we we went through the paces, and he offered me Zamasu. I just could not believe it. That that's great. Yeah, Zamasu was one of my favorite villains from the new series. So that was awesome to find out that that was you. Yeah, my son, who I raised on Dragon Ball, he watched this this subtitle one. He watched the original Japanese. Yeah. He still hasn't heard me do Zamasu. I was like, dude, come on, you're killing me. Oh my yeah. gosh. Right, so, of course, last question to our fans out there. Do you have any other major events or uh, big releases coming out that they need to go check out? Um, Not yet. I've got a new thing. It's not It's not genre. It's uh, it's called Casa Grande. Okay. Uh, it's an update of Upstairs, Downstairs. It's going to be on Netflix soon. Very nice. Well, uh, and do you know when that's going to be coming out? No idea. No idea. They don't tell me anything. I'm an actor. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Definitely going to be worth your time. But of course, uh, if you have not seen the rest of James's work, uh, shame on you. Go fix that. So, James, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, and until next time, this has been Brad with Dallas Geek saying see ya.